You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode 75. In today's episode, I want to talk about why reflecting on the year is actually good for business. But before I do, I want to caveat this by saying that if you feel that perhaps you don't have any capacity to reflect right now on what has been a really tough year in many ways, then don't. Um, Please just skip over this or maybe return to it when you feel more in the headspace to to reflect and to take that time to do that. The way I like to do it is to not spend too long of a time on it. So I don't enjoy personally doing hundreds of pages worth of reflections because I just simply kind of get bored halfway through and never actually complete it. So I prefer something a little bit more structured and shorter, I guess. And so, yeah, so that's what I'm going to talk talk about today. So we've all had quite the year, haven't we? And whether your business was affected financially or not, we've all had to make certain adjustments in the past few months. The beginning of 2020 felt hopeful, at least to me, and I settled on the word centred for my word of the year. Just as my word of the year for 2019 brought up kind of unexpected meanings, which if you wanted to, um, you can read on my blog. I'll link that in the show notes. But the same goes for my word for 2020. I didn't know just how much I'd need to keep coming back to feeling centred over the year. I set it as a reminder to trust my voice when it came to my business. And whilst that was true, the real meaning felt more in line with my personal life, actually. One of my values in business is transparency and I think it's important for me to say that I don't want to sugarcoat things and so I could sit here and pretend that 2020 was an okay year financially but actually a huge proportion of my earnings still comes from weddings and as you've probably already guessed weddings didn't really go ahead this year certainly not on the level that you know I was expecting and or anyone in the industry was expecting and so you know, it was a blessing in some ways as it gave me time to really get clear about my work as a coach and who I wanted to help and the approach that I wanted to take. And it's easy to look around to see what others are doing. But in my opinion, it can often make you feel more confused. And so circling back to really trusting my own voice in my business, instead, I chose to keep the word centered in mind. And that meant that I practiced trusting my own voice over and over again and I kept reminding myself of that and so I trusted the direction that I wanted to go in with my coaching even though it would somewhat be easier to maybe offer business mentoring instead for example. So I guess what I'm saying is it's been a tough year for the wedding photography business and that can't be, I can't really explain how how badly it's been affected actually But on the flip side of that, it obviously gave me time to focus on the coaching business and get really clear about the, you know, the people that I want to be serving and the impact that I want to be making with this work. 
So I'm sharing all of this because it's very easy to look at someone's Instagram account and assume that things are going well, whatever that means. And in truth, things have been up and down in many ways. And aside from the financial ups and downs, it was kind of a challenging year mentally too, because suddenly all that kind of, I suppose, certainty, not to use that word, but all of that certainty has just been taken away, not just from me, but obviously everyone who has been affected. So this is just a reminder that what you see on the internet isn't always the whole truth. So back to reflecting on your year. As I said, please don't feel pressured to do this if you're not in the right headspace, because I don't think you need to be forcing yourself to do anything right now. It's been a year and you can take all the time If you do this in March or whenever, if you even, you know, even if you don't do it, don't get around to doing it, it doesn't matter. It's just a tool that I use in my own business just to reflect back on things and and just, it helps me to evaluate things. But sometimes maybe that headspace is not there, so don't feel pressured to take any of this on board or perhaps just come back to it when you feel ready. So I wanted to encourage you to take some time to reflect on the year you've had if that feels right to you right now. And even though, you know, the very thought might feel overwhelming, but if you do choose to take a little time, even if it's just, if it's just half an hour, because it doesn't really have to take much longer than that, with maybe your notebook and a warm drink, you'll be surprised to find all of the things that you did this year. Because it's not until we look back that we realise how far we have actually come and all the things that we have achieved. And I'm not just talking about the conventional achievements either. And really what I'm referring to is the very fact that we got through this year and that is enough to celebrate. So you might want to note down all the ways in which you looked after yourself because ultimately as the business owner, you have to be a priority. And I know this often gets said a lot, but it is true. And if we're not looking after ourselves at some point, it's going to catch up with us and we won't be able to give our energy to our business. And so take time to note all of those ways in which you looked after yourself. Perhaps note all of the joyful and fun moments that you've had, if you kind of managed to remember them, because they're just as important and making your business kind of joyful and fun and easy is something that I feel really passionate about because I don't feel that it's often talked about and I also don't feel like struggling or working hard all of the time is the only way. So if you have set goals for the year or for the quarters, look through them. Did you manage to achieve any of the goals? If so, what went well and what could have gone better? What are the lessons that you perhaps have learnt? If you didn't manage to achieve any of the goals you set at the beginning of the year, what changed for you? Obviously, the pandemic being a potential factor. But how did you have to adapt during the pandemic? And how did this impact your goals? Maybe they changed. Maybe you pivoted altogether. Maybe you realised that what you were pursuing was no longer lighting you up and you decided to take a different direction. So sometimes we set big goals at the beginning of the year. And sometimes it's because we feel that maybe that particular thing is what we should be doing. But as the year goes on, sometimes we realise that perhaps there's a better way for you to spend your time, either by maybe pivoting altogether or adjusting your goals slightly to fit in with the current vision of for your business. Because I feel like that continuously evolves, that continuously changes. And so there isn't ever this one 
vision that we have for our business that never changes, we, you know, evolves with how we feel, it evolves with our values and how we grow perhaps as a person too. So I personally really like to plan in quarters, but even then, I don't always meet my goals. Some get scrapped altogether, others get pushed back, and I treat my goals as a guide only. They're not there to beat myself up if I don't achieve them. They're a marker to aim for, but they're not set in stone. And so the flexibility means that I'm able to bring more flow into my business and depending on what I feel called to do, I'm able to follow that curiosity. Having some flexibility means I'm able to adjust if I'm feeling maybe tired or burnt out. And this year has really taught me to lean into the idea of cyclical living and not just in terms of my menstrual cycle and obviously that's something that I've talked about in the past, but in terms of seasonal cycles too. In the past, I would resist this. And in fact, I still often do, but I'm learning to incorporate this more and more into my planning and goal setting because we are not machines and our levels of energy and motivation and enthusiasm and productivity, they do kind of go up and down. It's not a constant. And I think if we strive towards maintaining a constant particularly when it comes to that productivity it's not sustainable and at some point you're going to feel like you're going to need a bigger break um, and so the cyclical living allows us to really tune into that more natural state of living I guess but back to the year reflections when we pause to reflect and look back on the year we're able to see how much has actually changed And so often it's easy to kind of overlook the daily changes because often they're maybe small and in the grand scheme of things, they don't technically make much of a difference. But in the perspective of a few months or a year, they all add up and it's nice to see not only the things that we achieved, but also how we coped and how we grew as a person too. In the show notes of this episode, I've included a link for a short workbook to help you reflect on 2020. And the key word being short here, (laughs) and as I have no intention of filling in tens of pages long reflection sheets, I just personally don't have the capacity for it right now. I know it can be helpful at times, but I'm going to take a guess that you probably don't have that capacity right now either. And so this workbook is really designed to help you to reflect on 2020 and that year in business and possibly identify any blocks or reasons why you might feel like you maybe held back from taking up space in that in in your business and this is what I personally love to dive into with clients the most those hidden commitments all of the things that are keeping them safe from stepping outside of their comfort zone and all of the ways in which they feel like they might be holding back so you can download the workbook by heading to the link in the show notes But if you'd rather do more of a mental check-in, maybe rather than actually writing things down, I'm just going to run through a couple of questions. So consider what are you most grateful for this year? And it can be as small or big as you like, but what are the things that stand out for you? What achievements deserve to be celebrated? Again, big or small, it doesn't matter what matters to you is what we are aiming here for. What worked well for you in your business? What, you know, what went well? 
and what could be even better? What are you choosing to stop doing in the new year? And I'm not talking about resolutions here, (laughs) Uh, but you could be possibly letting go of a service that's no no longer working for you. Maybe you're looking at what everyone else is doing and you're hoping to ditch doing that. Whatever it is, what would you prefer not to do going forward? And how would that serve you in your business? I've just got a couple more to run through. What can be simplified in your business? What systems maybe can you introduce to help you make the running of that back-end business stuff easier for you? What beliefs or stories are you letting go of? And what is no longer serving you in your business? And what are you ready to release in time for the new year? And you might want to write this down on a piece of paper, maybe either rip it up or I sometimes like to actually just burn it, burn the small kind of piece of paper over a dish or a bowl um, because that feels good. (laughs) It feels good to release it. So last one, what are you most looking forward to in the new year? I know that's looking ahead, but actually sometimes it's just nice to actually get excited about the things that we might be looking forward to um, and not necessarily always just looking back as well. But obviously I won't go into goal setting at this point. I don't think anyone has any time or capacity for that right now. If you do, fair play, but I'm just not quite there yet. These are just some of the possible reflections and prompts to think about and We obviously don't have to write it all down, but I personally find it helpful to make sense of things on the page. Plus you you get the added bonus of being able to look back on what you wrote the following year. And my current diary has a space for reflections at the end of each month. And so I've been making a list of all the things that went well, maybe plus any lessons or things to be celebrated so that I could actually remember them when the kind of end of year time came because I often I often forget quite honestly so it's been nice to look through all of the things I did this year and yeah just acknowledge them take time to acknowledge them because I think very often we can be looking to set goals and looking to do the next thing but actually slowing down to take stock of what has gone on in your business can really give you a nice confidence boost actually because it shows you that even though challenges may have been thrown your way you found ways to overcome them and so that can be a real kind of you know nice proof for any potential stories or beliefs that are holding you back as well. So instead of setting new year resolutions I personally like to set a word of the year and you are probably familiar with it by now and lots of people talk about it so I think it's a much more gentle approach and it's more about having a guiding word for the year instead of kind of a stick to beat yourself with if you don't follow with some specific resolution within a few weeks of having set it because that's often what happens in the new year so if you've never set the word of the year maybe you might need a little bit of guidance and you can start by just brainstorming some possible words that come to mind and see which words you are most drawn to and I know this sounds really simplistic but bear with me because I think sometimes we can overthink these things and like I said it is just a guiding word 
nothing set in stone. So yeah, just go with it. So you might also want to use a thesaurus to do a bit more brainstorming. Sometimes we might know the feeling we want to bring in more of, but we might be unsure as to like what single word could encompass that feeling. And that's the thing here, I think, for me at least. It's all about tapping into the feelings we want more of. Um, and not so much the things, the specific physical stuff, because, you know, you can use goal setting for that. So take a few days. Don't feel like you have to rush it or have it ready by the 1st of January. There is no deadline and it's better if the word comes to you naturally rather than trying to force it for the sake of it. And if you feel like setting the word for the year feels a little scary, maybe just experiment and why not set a word for the month or the first quarter maybe that will feel better for you. So you can always check in after some time to see if it still resonates with you. And as I already said, it's just a gentle guide for the year, nothing set in stone. And so, you know, don't be afraid to play around with it. And reflection on the year can really help you to bring about some clarity, which is why I often think that it's really valuable for business. It helps you to see what worked, what didn't, and more importantly, what you actually enjoyed doing what you didn't enjoy, and it allows you to use this information to take action going forward. So if you do fancy doing some end of year reflections, there is a link for the free workbook in the show notes. But otherwise, I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you for continuing to tune in and support this podcast. It really means the world. And all that is left to say, I guess, is to wish you a wonderful festive break. And I'll be seeing you in the new year. And as always, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be super grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends. And I'll see you soon.